ready. This is Pod with me. On today's show, picture this: a mother walks into the room and finds her little boy putting on makeup. How does she react? Well, she's here and she's gonna tell us. And we got the specialist that's gonna help her and give us all some advice. Get ready, cause the pod starts now. Getting someone's gender right is on you, not the transgender or non-binary person. Try not to make assumptions about someone's gender identity. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Are you ready to pod? Hey, let's go. Are you all ready here? Ready? Let's, let's, let's talk, talk, talk. Ready? Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. I. Here. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. Welcome to Pod With Me, everybody. I'm Alex J. Aguiar, and today we're talking about what to do if you find your son putting on makeup. And we're here with Mal Chestnut. That's how you pronounce it. Tell us a story when you walked in and saw your son putting on makeup. Tell us how it all happened. Um, well, he, my son had, had uh, mentioned to me about a month and a half before that, that he, um, we were riding in the car going to my mother's, and he said, um, would you let me, uh, would you put some makeup on me? And, um, I, I knew that there were, you know, he had always been a little bit different than the other boys at school. But wait, what, what went through your mind at that moment when he said mm-hmm. about putting on makeup? Um, well, he, I knew that this moment was going to eventually probably come, but I wasn't ready for it at that moment. I actually was, was, I didn't know whether to, to cry or to laugh. Um, I wasn't sure what kind of response he was expecting me to, to have, um, I just kind of, I was quiet for a second, and um, I just said, sure, um, well, we can do that, you know, next time you're, you know, we have some some time to, to do that, so, yeah, I just, um, I just felt kind of numb, I guess, you know, just. And it's funny, because what you do for a living, nobody will think you would be numb, or, you know, because you're, you're surrounded by gay, gay men. The gay community is, is the only family that, I, that, I've, that I've known since I was, you know, my young adulthood. Um, so being around drag queens or men that wear makeup is, is actually like normal for me to, to see. Um, but when it, when it's your child, you know, that, uh, is doing it, it, it really, it, it, it's a, it's a different feeling. It's not, not, not a, a bad feeling, but it's just a, more of a feeling I think of just being, being scared for, for him because, you know, I, I know what I've seen firsthand, how hard it is for someone that's gay to to live in today's world people are are hateful and um you know i lost 13 friends in orlando when that shooting happened with that but pulse so um you know i i instantly was thinking about all of that um just you know going through my head um but um i work in the nightlife um i manage some of the top dj producers in in our industry in the circuit dance industry um throughout throughout the country some in europe um so yeah i'm i'm around this uh you know the gays pretty much 24 7 and mel can you imagine the parents out there who are not used to the environment and they have to go through this um anyway to shed some light on this and and give us all some advice on what to do we have dr alex fuso who is a clinical psychologist and you're actually uh cuban right from miami i'm actually a product of miami and I grew up around many, many people. And I'll, and I'll share a story with you. My grandfather lived in New York since 1942. He left Cuba. He was a Spaniard. And he was a very, very ma- macho guy. And my mom was in, was in New York. And she tells me the story that when she was eight, my grandfather looked at her in the village when, when my, where my grandfather lived and said to her, 
you are to respect these people. They're people just like you and me. And just because they're different doesn't mean that they're different. They're actually normal. And my mom learned to respect that. And she passed that on to me. One of the things that, you know, when you have a child that is different, that child is beautiful in every way and every eye. Just because they dressed up in clothing that's different than other, other people's clothing doesn't set them apart from anybody else. The thing to do is to give them unconditional love, support, understand them. Mal, well, Mal's here. She's a, you know, a little bit emotional because we are talking. Uh, this is the first time she speaks out loud about this. And it just happens, right? It's fresh a couple of weeks ago. Um, right now, where are you at? What, what was the last thing that happened? What's been going on? Uh, since you saw him, I know that you, um, in our promo, I don't know if you guys saw the promo, she filmed him, she went along with it. I think your reaction was great because you went along with, with, you know, you didn't react to him. You didn't say that's wrong. You didn't say anything like that. You let him put makeup on you. And I think the way you, you know, addressed it was great because it doesn't make him feel weird. Tell us about that moment when he was putting makeup on you and, and the whole thing and what's been going on from there on. Um, uh, about two weeks ago, um, he was in my bathroom. Uh, at the makeup table and he was he was doing his makeup and he had told me um you know the first time about two months ago when he told me he wanted me to put makeup on him I said well you know I I just wanted to ask questions after you know uh, you know after that night I started thinking about it and I I was wanting to find out where it was stemming from um I had asked him uh you know was he watching YouTube videos um at first he just said I don't know and then um a week or two later, he, he asked me out of the blue, he says, do you know who James Charles is? And I was like, oh, that sounds familiar, but uh, no. So he, he put YouTube on our TV in the living room, and he pulled up this this makeup artist, James Charles, that's you know young, he's millions of followers, um, and he's so fascinated with uh, with James Charles, and he even asked me if I, if I could get him a, a palette, uh, James Charles palette for makeup, because he said that, that, but they're all sold out. Um, but, uh, this James Charles has him so fascinated with the, the art of putting it on and the colors. And he knew word for word, uh, some of the videos he was sitting there reciting it and he would, he would look at me in the corner of his eye to see if I'm watching that he knew, you know, word for word, what this guy was saying. You weren't aware he was watching this landing guy, right? Right. I was not aware at all. And he doesn't know about your lifestyle as far as work, what you do and who you hang out with. As right. He, he has never seen any, any pictures with me with drag queens or he, he knows that, that I work with DJs, but he, does, he has no idea that it's with the gay community. I keep, you know, that completely separate from my, my home life. Bizarre about the whole, this whole thing is, is you would think that, um, well, maybe he's, uh, he just sees his mom, you know, has her, all her friends are gay. She works in, in the gay community, but it's actually quite the opposite um you know i don't i don't put anything in his face you know uh, he just knows that mommy works uh with uh, djs and and goes to events she doesn't he doesn't know any any details so um he was he was uh, in the bathroom and he was pretending that he was i'm assuming you know he was pretending he was james charles and he was um, he had, you know, makeup all over his face and he had drew, drew one unibrow and then he was teaching how to, he was looking at himself in the mirror, pretending that he was, had an audience and he was, you know, and you were like, he didn't know you were there. Obviously he, he didn't know I was there at first. So then I went in and I sat down and I, he did my makeup. He put my makeup on me 
And, um, and that, that's just been two weeks ago. So now he's wanting to color his hair. Oh, so now it's going to a, a step further. Um, I just uh, told him that, well, maybe over the summer um, we could do that. But um, What a cool mom. Yeah, I try. <laughs> um, I don't know what, you know, it's all about how you, the advice you give him. But I believe if you, you know, give him some rules and, and, and you know, tell him how it is, that'll always stick with him and he'll go down a good path. Well, it's it's what's hard is is that um, my my mom uh, born in Troy, Alabama. She's um, she's very very old fashioned, and she's one hundred and fifty percent against anything that you know um, is not traditional. Um, when we were leaving my mother's house uh, just day before yesterday, she said, "I don't want him getting in the swimming pool, and I don't want him coming back wearing any makeup." And she knows already that he puts makeup? She knows that he um, has been putting on makeup at, with me because he goes back home with a little bit of, you know, makeup on his eyes or, you know, we try to wash it off. But um, she, I mean, I had a, bought a box of Cheerios for him. And when I dropped it off at her house, it had Ellen DeGeneres on it. And she took a, she took a Sharpie and drew a wig on her. And she's like, I, I don't know why, what this, this nonsense bringing into my house, you know, and, and drew a wig on, on Ellen because she, you know, she's very tough. So, uh, so Landon is right now, I could, I can tell just even like a mother's instinct that, you know, he, oh, well, I can't do that. Cause it'll, it's going to upset grandma. So he's like, he, when he's with me, he can be himself. Then he's with grandma. He's, he's having to hide it. And that's my struggle because he's with her a lot because I'm, I'm, you know, I work a lot. Um, he prefers pretty much to live with grandma most of the time than, than at our house. Um, and then I have a, a brother that's 12 years older than me that lives with my mom. He's, He's just like her. She, he's very, he's, you know, backwoods, country boy, you know, cowboy hat wearing. It's all about being a, a guy. And, uh, and, he, and Landon struggles with him, too. So that's, that's where I think the balance is off. So what do you have to say about the situation Mel's at as far as the family, the grandmother, and the brothers? The first thing I, the first thing I want to say is congratulations on being a supportive mom because you're using your love that is basic esteem needs from Maslow. If I can use a model of, you know, of basic needs, you know, it's self-worth, self-love, um, you know, nutrition, uh, just support. You are a mom. You are the one that created this beautiful work of art that you brought to this world. Nobody else has to do with that. My best advice to you, and I want to share this with you, is find a core support of professional people if your son Landon is going to continue to see his grandma and the uncle, who may be a bully in the future, find a therapist, and I can help you to do that, that can talk to all the parties involved because it seems that your boy lives a lot with grandma, and if that is the case... They must understand individuality. And we are with the times. We are not living in, you know, in the Middle Age or in the, in, you know, in, in the Flintstones era of dinosaurs or fossils. We're living in the year 2019 where we progressed uh, with technology, with society, and with human growth and behavior. And it, it is different. You know, alternative lifestyles are nothing new. They've been around for years. We all just have to look at history. The Greeks, the Egyptians, they all had 
lifestyles similar to the ones we have today. Makeup was part of a tradition amongst a higher rank of society. Just because you wear makeup doesn't mean that your your orientation is going to be gay. There are plenty of men who live a straight life, and I've had patients come and talk to me about this. They like to dress up as women to make love to their wives, and their wives like that. Now, how do you describe that? Do you call it being gay, or do you call it being kinky, or do you call it being, it's fun? Each individual person is a product of their environment, their macro, the outside world, the micro inside. What Alex was saying about foundation is you've got a set of core values and your moral standards are good. That is what you should be concerned about. But this is great. You're gonna play this podcast to your to your mom. <laughs> I think I think you know I think she gets that because she's she's in that world. I think what she's mostly worried about is the because the family. you know Landon's father has never seen him. He's never been involved in his life. You know when I told him I was pregnant, he said to have an abortion, and has never been in his life. So my brother is is his uncle, but even at school they all think it's his dad. So it's his it's his father figure. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's really tough on Landon when it comes to, to anything that's pink. Um, you know, if I, if Landon has something pink, it'll just go missing in the house. And, and it's cause my brother takes it and throws it, throws it away or, you know, won't let him have it. So it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's, it's tough, you know, um, I'm going to share this with you. Landon is still identifying himself with himself. You, I don't think that boy still knows if he's gay or if he's kinky or if he's he's just a normal boy in his own light. And and what I feel you should do is your brother and your mom should seek help with guidance, professional help, to support Landon. Because it's all about Landon. It's not about your brother or your or your mom or... but. Ask Landon how he feels. If he feels distressed or if he feels uh, sad and he feels uh, unidentified within the family realm because he may feel left out, you have to make sure that he feels, you know, he's part of the tree. He's part of the, he's a branch of that tree. And that tree, which is a solid foundation, he comes from is based on love, you know, on self-love, on love of the family. Um, the other thing I want to offer you is... Um, Imagine a Cuban-American family in Philly, 60 years of living there, marrying an Italian man, which is my cousin, first cousin, marrying an Italian man. And then here comes my cousin Marissa, who has uh, two, two girls. And one of the girls is extremely feminine. She wants to be a J-Lo. She's a dancer. She, the father is African-American. He's super athletic good-looking, nice guy. He's a military guy. And here comes Leia, who wants to be a boy now. And when I arrived in, in January, nobody nobody, they, nobody told me until later they wanted me to see, see this. And Leia says that her name is Leo and that she is going to be like her father, that she wants to be a track coach, and that um, she her hair she cut her hair herself. I mean, her hair was up, up to the bottom, and she cut it short. She's about six now, and she came up to me and says, "I'm Leo, I'm a boy, and I, you know, I'm going to play baseball, and I'm going to be, you know, the all-star boy for my dad." 
The dad wanted so much a boy that all he would tell Marissa when she was pregnant was, I want to have a son. I want you to have a boy. This is going to be our boy. And what was born was a girl. And I, I, haven't, I can't prove it scientifically because I would have to do a lot of research. I really feel that when a child is inside the womb and things are being talked about, that child listens to the outside world and when they're born, they're born with already a developmental goal. And they're going to be who they're going to be. And it's just a natural process of life. And who are we to stop that? It's love. You know, you have to look at it from the standpoint of love and, and, and support it. And, and continually tell that child, I love you the way you are. Because that's what's important. And I think Mel demonstrated that by letting him put makeup on her while she was filming. And she's been supportive. Now the question is how she needs to probably stand up for Latin and confront the family. I think that would be the, the, the step that she needs to take, right? That would be the step that she should take. She should take the step that is, is intuitive in her. And there are, there's a lot of data. You can look it up on the internet. You can read about it. Um, a lot of people are... are today uh, exemplifying different modalities of behavior and what we used to think was weird was not weird it's not weird today today is just a normal standard um you know i come from a very j just old-fashioned not but um loving family that they've always had functional relationships and when and i'm, I'm a gay guy i mean when i was uh, 29 my mother outed me in front of a group of my family i'll never forget and I was embarrassed. You know, here I am. You know, my, everybody knew. But I was very conservative. And like Alex, I, I started on my own. I, I graduated young from college. I went on into my master's. And I bought my first home at 23. And I just wanted to be self-sufficient. Well, I, I wish I was like that. I mean, I was partying, only partying. <laughs> well, I, I went the other route because I wanted my parents to be proud of me. And I thought I'd be taking care of them. But I never fit in. And I was bullied, and I was bullied and bullied, and it was hard. I remember at 13, 14, which is Landon's age, I, I felt like my life was going to end. Uh, I had a friend who committed suicide who used to come to my parents' house. The girlfriend of my brother's brother-in-law was a cop, and I thought that that could happen to me. And the way that I learned to deal with it, because it's it was like a seed inside of me, I had to learn to replace that thought with all the happiness and all the things from seeing that I came from a good family to knowing that I was going to make it some, some, somehow someday in life. And if you can teach that, to, if Landon, I mean, if Landon would be depressed, and it sounds to me like Landon is doing okay, considering all the, all the stuff with your mom, um, he's a strong boy. He has, he has a strong personality, and he's not going to give up who it is he is, and I'm, I'm proud of him. And, you know, but if the secret to anything is to reassure that it's normal. What is not normal if for somebody is for someone to come and bully him or for somebody to hurt him. So you were dealing with something about school. No, he um, he doesn't have any friends. Uh, the, and the couple of friends that he has are the kids that nobody else likes at school. And I said, and those are the kids that you want to be friends with because you're actually helping them. You're giving them self-esteem by 
showing them attention. So look at it as, you know, not only just your friend, but this is somebody that you're helping feel better. Um, you know, these kids that, that make fun of you and they don't want to be your friend because you don't have nice things or whatever, those people are superficial. <laughs> Who would want to, I mean, you say you're, you're doing the right thing. I think your friends are, are great. You know, I told him the day before yesterday um, when my mom made the comment, no makeup and no getting in the pool. I looked at my mom because we were walking out the door. I looked at her and I said, well, if we if we put any makeup on, well, I'll be sure that he he I return him the way he is now. Meaning, you know, no makeup at all on his on his face. But what I did tell Landon was I said, the only person in this world um, that you need to uh um, care about what they think is your mama and your mama is totally okay with you um, having you know feelings of wanting to, to do things that may be different from the other kids your mama is okay with it and that's the only person that 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 should matter if grandma doesn't like it then we'll just have to work around that you know um, there's a time and a place for everything um, so just keep in mind that, you, that your mama is the one that you need to, to to care about you know caring what you do and and I'm okay with it. So, and that seemed to um, make him feel a lot better. I could just tell by his body language, you know. That Mal, you could open up your own clinic later after this and, and counsel moms. He's doing great. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm going to conclude with seven secrets to making a child happy. Um, make sure you give your child uh, enough support that teaches him or her to pave the way for success. That no matter what it is you do, where you fall or you get up, you're you. You're, you're unique. Make sure that your child's dreams follow a way to happiness. That it doesn't matter whether it's makeup or girls' clothes or a bow on the hair. That you're proud of who he is. And make sure that he knows that you've always loved him since birth. The way he was exactly. And you, you're doing that. Create a home where happiness flourishes. If if I were you, I would not take him to grandma's house so much if grandma's doing that because it's going to hurt his self-esteem. You don't want that. Make sure that you foster connections with children that are like-minded like him. Create a support group. You're going to find neighbors and people all over the place. Keep and make sure, which we talked about earlier, that you tell him about the strengths and weaknesses and the world out there that there are people that can harm you and that you have to be strong and you have to be proud of who you are um, meanwhile uh, one of my research associates um, says don't try to make your child happy let him learn to make himself happy with who he is it's not about you it's about him and then finally make sure that keep an open line of communication always with him whether it's about sex whether it's about you know emotional whether it's about drugs whether it's about you know movies um, happiness just you know turn everything into light and love and I think that you're on your way to a beautiful child who's going to be a beautiful adult um, and don't don't think that just because he's doing this this is what this is who he is it could be a trend it could be you know fashionable but you're blessed as he's blessed to have you in his life and have each other any closing any thank you very much any closing thoughts um no i just I, thank you so much you i feel 
I feel at ease a little bit better that, you know, I'm, I'm doing the right thing by just accepting him for, for who he is, you know, um, and uh, just take it day by day. Actually, I think you're the foundation of how he's going to behave and be and think of every obstacle he would have. The guidance that you give him now and what you tell him, he's always going to think about it. And that's the way he's going to maneuver his life and think, mom told me this, mom told me that. And that's what's going to make him strong. I agree. I agree. I'd like to thank both of you for being on the pod. Where can people come see you if they want to come see you? If they want to come see me, I have a office in Coconut Grove, Florida, 305-310-5079. I also have an email address. It's alexfuza, F-I-U-Z-A, at comcast.net. If there's any DJs out there that uh, want to make it happen, Mel, let's talk about your company. If you want Mel to manage you, I mean, she manages her son well. She manages DJs great that I've seen. Um, uh, my agency website is uh, massivemusicgroup.net and you can get info about what I do and who I work with there. You know, I don't want to feel left out, so you can also go to alexjaguiar.com. Don't fall off the pod! Please don't forget to subscribe to us at the Apple Podcast app and Google Podcast app. Click those five stars and comment if you can. And we're in 20 other platforms, so there's no excuse. And please follow the pod on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Pod With Me. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And until next Thursday, don't fall off the pod. Freddy.